Hey, 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 everybody. Today, I want to talk about your elevator pitch. Your elevator pitch is a critical part to you explaining who you are to people in a very clear way that will bring clients in the door. So if you don't have your elevator pitch perfected, this is the podcast episode for you. Stick around. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. And now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. Okay, so we're talking about elevator pitches today. First of all, why is it called an elevator pitch? That's such a weird word. Well, the point is that you have however many seconds inside of an elevator. The doors close, you have people standing in there, and by the time you get to the floor where you're gonna get off, you have to be able to pitch what it is you do. So we call it an elevator pitch because the doors are closed for a short amount of time. Basically, it's a pitch where you just get to the point. You have to be able to explain yourself, what you do, who you are, and all these other things in a very short amount of time. Now, the times that you would use this would be for online business, right before you go live, you would talk about who you are. If you are in a group setting, someone asks, hey, what do you do? You don't want to go into this complicated thing and then go, and what that really means is this, and then you're still explaining yourself, and it's very, very complicated, confusing, and maybe sometimes vague. Now, outside of the online world, you would use this at networking events. So if you're going out to network, sometimes in actual networking events that are meant for networking, you would have 30 seconds to stand up in front of the whole room and say what it is you do. And it's good to know who you are and what you do in a very succinct way. This is how people get to know you. You want to think of this as your infomercial, the infomercial of your business. So if you own more than one business, it's not a good idea to put them both into your elevator pitch. You really need to know who you are in front of, who's standing in this room with you, and which business that you have is relevant to those people in the room, and just talk about that because you have such a short amount of time anyway, and you don't want to confuse them. So keep your infomercials to one minute or less usually. It really depends where you are. I've been to networking events where you're allowed 30 seconds. I've been to some where you're allowed 45 seconds. My weekly one that I go to allows one minute. And I have been to a few that say, we're going to give you two minutes to talk about yourself. Now, two minutes is a really long time. And usually the length of time they give you is based on how many people are in the room. So when we were given two minutes to speak about what we do, there were only total of nine people in the room. That is very uncommon. For the majority of the time, I've had 30 seconds or one minute. If you think about it, you have 30 people in a room and everyone has one minute, you're there for 30 minutes listening to what everybody else does and you're not getting to any other part of the meeting. Now, if you're introducing yourself in someone's Facebook group, you want to keep that short, 15 seconds, 25 seconds, 30 seconds max. And unless you are the main speaker and someone wants you to speak in a lengthy manner about what it is you do, then you can expand on that. I like to find out in advance how long do we have and then you can prepare yourself with a 30 second version, a 45 second version, a one minute version and a two minute version so you have different variations on that. So 
That's your little infomercial. In this time frame, you're going to want to talk about your name. You're going to say your name, your company name, and tell a story. I like to tell a story sometimes. You know, if you go to the same groups again and again, you can choose to say the same thing every single week. So it feels like, you know, you're branding yourself. People know your little spiel and they could almost repeat it word for word, which is actually convenient because the point is you're telling people what you do so that they can think of you when they're out and about in the world and they can refer you for business. So if you're saying the same thing week after week after week, it's going to click kind of like a commercial. And they're going to go, oh yeah, she's the one that does that. I recommend you speak to her. Now in other cases, you might want to switch it up a little bit. Some days you want to tell a story about a client's success that you just had. Or you want to talk about why you started this business, why it's so important to you. Or you may just talk about the referrals that you need. But the storytelling really does help. So you'll talk about a client story, a testimonial, maybe something about yourself. You let us know who you are, what you do, and who you do it for. Be very, very clear in who you do it for. When it comes to talking about who you do it for, we want to talk about something very specific. Being generic is not a good elevator pitch. You want someone to be able to pinpoint exactly who you work with. So while you're talking, they're thinking. Their mind is, you know, the gears are turning in their head. Who do I know that does that? Who do I know that needs that? And you want to be memorable. And you want to be concise so that you can be memorable. The longer it goes, the harder it is for them to take it in. And remember, if a lot of people are saying this, if you're going around in a circle saying your elevator pitch, you may be forgotten. So you really want to stand out. So being concise, being clear, being memorable is really important. So if you were to say, I help moms feel good in their day-to-day, that is very vague. Do you help them with nutrition? Do you help them with their mental health? Do you paint their nails? Do you give them a massage? What does that even mean? I help moms feel good in their day-to-day. So that is very vague and very generic. When it comes to running a business that is actually profitable, many entrepreneurs find themselves making costly mistakes and leave thousands of dollars on the table each month. Join my Get Client Sales Sprint right now. In this interactive sales sprint, I'll challenge you daily for three weeks with actions that get you closer to your next client and guide you through all the steps you need to follow in order to have a business that actually grows your bank account. If you aren't profitable, you have an expensive hobby, and it's time to change that now. Time to pay yourself the big bucks, my dear. Get yourself into the Get Client Sales Sprint today at GetClientsSalesSprint.com. See you there. What you want is something specific that pinpoints exactly what you are looking for. And what I highly recommend you do is you put in there who your best referrals are. So you'd say like, these are the types of people that I'm looking for right now. And that can change from time to time. These are the people that I'm looking for right now. You can also share who your best partnerships would be. So if let's say you're a real estate agent and you are looking for interior designers or stagers who can help sell your house by making it look nice, then that's the partnership you're looking for. You would be a real estate agent and you say, right now I'm looking for partnerships with stagers who can help me set my house up to look a certain way before it goes on the market. So you say who your partnerships are. And then of course, feel free to share 
the service that you provide. You can be unique in the way that you do it. You can ask a question. You can bring a prop. You want to be very memorable and stick out. And also, if you have any upcoming events that you want people to join in, you can mention that as well. Now, these are a lot of ideas that you can't do all of them in 30 seconds. So this might change from week to week, but you can be really, really creative here. So instead of, I help moms feel good in their day-to-day, you might say something like, I help moms get clear on what they want and help them strategize to achieve their goals and get unstuck. A good referral for me would be moms who are overwhelmed. They might be your friends that you want to hang out with, but they're always so busy that you can never seem to coordinate a time that works for you. That would be a good referral for me. Or maybe when your friends speak to you on the phone, they're complaining a lot all the time about their circumstance. Or maybe you have a friend that you used to see a lot and they used to come out and hang out, but they've taken a step back and you rarely hear from them anymore because they're dealing with all these emotional things and family drama. Those would be good referrals for me. So you see, I was very specific. I help moms get clear on what they want. I told them what I do. I strategize to help them achieve their goals. And the result is I help them get unstuck. And then I jogged their memory a little bit or I... I triggered some thoughts and ideas of who this person might be. A great referral for me might be your best friend that you haven't seen in a while or that person you talk to who's complaining all the time. And now what that's doing is the wheels are turning and they're going, oh yeah, I do have a friend who complains all the time. Okay, that's a good referral. Now that they've connected who you are and what you want to connect, uh, who you are and who you want to connect to, to people they actually know. So you can add in a little story of yourself or your client. You can mention how you used to be that person, how you used to be that mom and talk about what you went through and why it changed and now you help others do the same. Think about who you are, what you do, who you help, who you're looking for, what partnerships you want to make and be creative and put your own spin on it. Keep it simple, concise and clear and share your best referrals. Maybe you know a person who does XYZ, who needs XYZ. Now, the thing with your elevator pitch is you aren't pitching yourself to the people in the room, most likely. You are pitching yourself so that the people in the room know what you do so they can bring you a referral from their network. So if you're sitting in a room with 10 people, the goal isn't to make those 10 people your clients. The goal is for those 10 people to go find people that they know. Each of them know 10 people. And now you have a network of 100 people who may be potential clients for you. And they will figure out which of those 100 people fit your needs. They only know who fits your needs if you are concise and clear. And you can really get them to think about the type of person that you want to reach. So go practice. Read it out loud a couple of times. Write it down. Stand in front of a mirror, time yourself on your phone, see if you can get it down to 30 seconds and also a one-minute version. And this will help you in your next networking event or next time you bump into someone and they go, hey, what is it that you do? And you can just be really clear and to the point. Now, the last thing I want to say about this is your elevator pitch is short and clear to the point. But if the other person then wants to ask questions, that's where you can elaborate, you can give more details, you can explain how you do it. So for example, I say, I'm an online marketing strategist and business growth expert to coaches and healers. Boom, that's one sentence. If someone goes, oh really? You help coaches? What type of coaches? 
Now we're starting a conversation. I help life coaches. I help health coaches. I help parenting coaches. Or they go, healers? What's a healer? Oh, a healer, you know, they're a massage therapist. They're a Reiki practitioner. They're a hypnotherapist. They're a spiritual healer. They're a crystal healer. Oh, I get it now. Or they might say, an online marketing strategist, what does that mean? And then I can say, I help online service-based professionals sell their online programs using social media. Oh, now I get it. So very concise, and then you can elaborate when there are follow-up questions. Okay, I hope this helps, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmelissa.com. Oh wait, before you go, I've got a super special invitation for you, so listen up. Join thousands of spiritual women, entrepreneurs, coaches, healers, and business owners in a cozy community to learn effective and aligned strategies to grow and scale your business through organic marketing and so much more. And for a limited time, when you join my free community, you will also get a free copy of my book, Abundance of Aligned Clients and Consistent Income. Join the Spiritual Women Entrepreneurs community at spiritualwomenentrepreneurs.com to claim all your free gifts. See you on the inside.